Hey students, welcome to episode four of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni, and before we get to this week's interview, I wanted to send a special thank you this week to John Miller. John was the first and, well, frankly, the most sane-sounding person to reply to my Craigslist ad offering a free tattoo of my choosing. We filmed the process for my nonfiction project, which I'll post in the next couple of weeks once it's finished. On this week's episode, I get the chance to interview Robbie Justice from the Magenta Cohort. Robbie and I talked about horribly expensive film schools, the new NBC online series Shrink, which you need to watch if you haven't already, and cell phone pictures that you don't remember taking. So here it is, my interview with Robbie Justice. Roll it! My dad tried to convince me that David Justice was my was like my uncle and I was like that doesn't make sense he's he's like Cuban isn't he and he was like I don't know but he's definitely your brother we just don't see him very often wait brother you yeah. went from cousin to brother <laughs> oh yeah how, did, one of how did you not notice this <laughs> my dad was a very bad liar uh. <laughs> uh yeah so I'm curious how did you get uh how did you get started like how, how did you get into filmmaking why is why is this a thing that you do in filmmaking in general yeah okay so I have like a very convoluted like origin story comic book story okay uh, so it's like i was a sports kid up until i was like 15 what do you mean played, sports kid i played like soccer high school i played every sport but at some point i realized that like you have to actually practice to be good at those things and the important thing <laughs> that you need to learn about like if you truly love something you will like work hard at it and practice i didn't have to do that until everyone grew like six inches taller than me <laughs> and they were like you can't be a six foot center in basketball that's not going to work out for you now you need to be able to ball handle it yeah, yeah so none of it worked out for me and so i started getting the movies i'd always gone to movies ever since i was a little kid um but i got super into them i even got a job writing as the movie critic for the local newspaper back in really? West virginia where i'm from when like when West was virginia, this 304 represent <laughs> uh in like quote, high school or uh yeah in high school i got hired by um so i had a buddy named adam racy who the Racy family, um, or like the Kennedy family of West Virginia. Okay. So I had to like follow him around and he was like, here, my dad owns the newspaper. I like your opinions on movies. Maybe he will. And I basically just wrote him an article about how Alice in Wonderland wasn't good. And he was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And we <laughs> we'll do, do it for $20 an article. And I was like, I, I didn't know what critics got paid. So I did it. Um, and I got really into movies. I started making short films like every kid in high school. Uh, I got out of high school. was like, I'm going to go to film school. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, got into a bunch of film schools. Uh, and I got into Point Park University, which is a good film school mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. And pretty much immediately, uh, they were like, hey, uh, it's 60000 a year. Um, Jesus. Here's a scholarship. We like what you do for $8,000. And I was like, great. How am I going to afford the other 52000 and so Ooh. I didn't go to film school. It would have been I four s- years of that, too. It would have been four years of $60,000. So Ooh, then I stayed in West Virginia. I did theater and all that stuff. Um, I got involved with a Seven Stories Theater Company, mm-hmm. which is a theater company I still work for. I do social justice workshops, mm-hmm. bullying education. But they helped me meet, like, improvisers and sort of started doing comedy musicals and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, yeah, I just got really into that. And then short films, got into some film festivals and then probably a year before this even opened at Harold Ramis Film School I saw it 
like a Chicago Tribune article on like mm-hmm. Facebook, like Here, Second City, open up a film school, and I like immediately bookmarked it. And yeah. I became sort of obsessed with it, and I was like constantly following it. I even met Julie, who was our academic advisor, mm-hmm. uh, like a year b- ago before I even yeah. came here. I like came here and met with her. And was like, so I remember that, like place? you and I, like one of the first couple of days, we're standing out, and she comes up and she's talking to both of us, like uh-huh. she's known us forever. She's yeah. like, I talked to you a long time ago. Yeah. And I talked to you a long time ago. Yeah, Julie's <laughs> awesome. So I met her, and um, she convinced me. I saw an improv show, like my first big sketch show here mm-hmm. a year ago, and I was like hooked immediately. I was like, Harold Amos Film School. That's right. I gotta go. Yeah. And um, yeah. The rest is history. The rest <laughs> is what was present. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But it will be history. By the time people listen to this, this is after we've recorded oh, yeah, it. So yeah. this is this is a, hist- the a, a present the account of the his- of history. When of people us. are listening to this in 2075, yeah, when you're when you're a gigantic star, yeah, and uh, probably and, and for all those murders, but yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, the murders are uh, the, they're already piling. It's up. It's a dark part of my future that's going to happen. I mean, the, our, our cohorts were supposed to be 15. We don't know how, what happened to the other three in oh, yours. Yeah. <laughs> what, how many are in yours? Eleven. There's eleven in we're yours. Eleven, and I think we're getting somebody added in uh, at the beginning of next term who took a hiatus. Who started with one of the other oh, ones took a hiatus. Okay. And, and since you you all have more, we're getting her. You're added getting in one our extra. Group. We have twelve. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll both be at twelve. Yeah, because I remember thinking like, oh, who are the 15, and then. Mm-hmm. There were all these weird Facebook profiles in like our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a there's there's one guy whose name kept on showing up on our like attendance sheets. Uh, um, I don't know who he is, but apparently he's he got most of the way and then bailed out or something. I don't know. So <laughs> don't, maybe he's listening to this podcast right now and he feels really bad about this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, we had some girl named Victoria who was in our group for like a super long time, and we were all like, "Who's Victoria?" And then. We all met, and we were, like, waiting around for who this Victoria person was. Like, didn't like, show up. We, like, never respond to any Facebook emails or anything like that. So we were just waiting for some unknown person. I think there might be just, like, a ghost that's in our group. I mean, it could be like me. So I was supposed to be uh, – I applied for the very first class, got waitlisted for that, okay. um, then got in – technically got uh, – they asked me if I wanted to apply for the second class. Um, and I was like, well, I, I don't want to turn around and do that that quick. Could I go for the end of the year? So I, I applied for the third class, wound up getting in for that one, but I had just started a new job. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to just bail out on this company that just flew me down to South Carolina and did all yeah. the training and everything like that. So I'd like to work with them for a little while. Can I push it a term? Then I push it another term, and now I'm here. Yeah, that was that was that was me. I last, I, so I when I met with Julie last year, I wanted to go like immediately. Like she was like, apply for this term, like come quickly. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, everything will work out. And I'm like, no, I have a new job in North Carolina. I gotta like, I gotta finish this out. Yeah, I gotta it's see tough. how this goes. It's and a tough move, but I mean, I think what's cool is that at, at least the first few groups, it seemed like. I think they mostly did people that were local because uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think the first couple cohorts it's like seventy five percent Chicago people, but now our couple there's only like twenty five percent that's actually from from yeah, the almost, Chicago area. Everybody there's only else is two people in my class from Chicago. Yeah, like everybody else moved here for this, which is is kind of cool. Like it, yeah. it's it's now got to the point where people are making that migration. Mm-hmm. In we've for got it. people. I mean, Sam, who you had, he's from Texas. So yeah, we got all kinds of people from all over the place. It's really cool. It's a whole different eclectic group of people and different backgrounds and different histories and yeah, which is what I love about it. Yeah. So what what was your what was your main draw for this spot over other other schools uh, uh, ob- beyond beyond obviously price is a, yeah, is a, is a legitimate concern. Price. So I came here because I said I made all those shorts and I got to when I started meeting improvisers through that company and started doing comedy, my mm-hmm. first acting role, so I'm a writer and actor mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh 
when I got my first acting role, it was in a comedy musical, and I like immediately, you know, like the first time you get laughs on stage, yeah. you're immediately like, you know, screw everything else. It's just main line. This is what like, I'm it's, doing. It's heroin straight yeah, into the vein. Like, <laughs> so I was like, figuring out, I'm like a junkie who's been just trying how to mainline laughter into my bloodstream constantly. <laughs> uh, so I did that, and then I just kept trying, and I figured out all the short films I was making were silly. Like every time I tried to make them serious, they just slowly became sillier and sillier because yeah. I'm immature and I can't keep things serious <laughs> for a long time. So I just kept doing that. And then uh, when I saw that this place was focusing like storytelling mm-hmm. and really helping you figure out what your point of view was, yeah. that's what I wanted to figure out because I'm as much as I love like silly and funny stuff, like I also really want to make movies that are funny, but there's something like Lady Bird with like a lot of funny moments. Right. Have you seen Lady Bird yet? I have. It's my favorite movie of I last cried, year. I cried like twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like it's got a lot of really funny moments, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of serious. Or, you know, make your, be able to make my own The Big Sick at some point in my right. life or my own, you know, Sleepwalk With Me or something like that. Right. Uh, all, all movies that I, I love too. Yeah. yeah. That, that, uh, the comedies that I t- that I tend to gravitate towards, and it sounds like you're probably in the same boat, are much more emotionally driven. Like it's not yeah. just just high comedy the whole time right. through. There's ups and downs, and there's there's uh, sad points and anger and shouting and all that stuff that, that you kind of play around with. Yeah, uh, mixed in with the comedic moments that it makes them funnier when yeah. they're a relief point from the rest of the story. Right. Like crashing. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Is like yeah. My favorite show on TV right now, just because I mean, granted I also do comedy. So doing comedy. Have you seen shrink? I watched the first episode. You need to watch the entire season. Is the entire season on? I, I saw fantastic. the free first episode on YouTube and I, Oh, they've got them all. Um, download the NBC app. Um, okay. and uh, if you've got uh, the ability to sign in and like watch all there, you can watch the whole season on there. It is uh, for anybody listening. This is absolutely fantastic show. Uh, Tim Baltz, uh, a well-known improviser, both in Chicago and New York. Him uh, and uh, Katie Riches, like Second City sketches and stuff, mm-hmm. like all the time. I watch them on YouTube constantly, just yeah. for like inspiration. Like he's it's, hilarious. It is it is so well done. There's so many other improvisers uh, that are in there. Dummy shows up as as to as a couple that that is, is seeking counseling is from a middle episode. Dave on it. Both. They're both on it? Yeah. Eventually? So TJ is on it for most of the season okay. as a recurring character and Dave's on later on in the season for for one episode. All right. Uh it's yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. There's so many uh, you you'll just sit there and watch and like that's Lutz from uh from uh Thirty Rock and, <laughs> and that's you know. Oh just, yeah, I, that first episode they just do that like the barrage of different that's a thing that's a consistent thing throughout like the entire rest of the show is bringing in different comedians yeah it's it's different improvisers like i said dummy shows up later have you ever seen them um it's a duo they're they're fantastic uh they they came out and did um uh when i was out in dc uh i worked with the the district improv festival and they came out and did did a show there i wound up running lights for them and it was it was such a good show i gotta Uh, gotta be honest my favorite part about listening to this this podcast yeah to plug this podcast for those who are listening um (laughs) (laughs) let me plug the podcast that i'm on for uh anyone listening check us out uh you can find us on any podcast feed pretty much um is I'm just learning that you have like weirder, more interesting jobs that you had before you got here. Oh, you're yes. like, oh, I know this guy who does this. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna talk to Tony about any job 
<laughs> Speaking of talking to Tony, got a podcast coming up called Talking Tony. If you love this show and you want to recap this show, uh, listen to me and Graham Anderson talk about how great Tony's podcast is. An entire four episodes in, <laughs> and we are going to have our own recap podcast. Bi-weekly. Uh, it's a bi-weekly <laughs> podcast. Uh, we do all our favorite things. We talk about Tony. We talk about Tony's podcast. We interview people who have been on Tony's podcast, people who have listened to Tony's podcast. We uh, have different segments about uh, fantastic Tony's of history. Uh, a very special segment called uh, Stockin' Tony, but Tony doesn't know about it, but I think he does now. Um, <laughs> different, interesting Tony things. Uh, so if you love Tony and you love Tony trivia and you love talking to Tony and listen to our next podcast that will come after that, uh, talking with Tony mm-hmm. after Tony. Uh, I appreciate you greatly for thing. this. I am mad at Chris Hardwick for creating <laughs> this culture where now we have to talk about things after the fact. Well, after I just feel like there's a lot of action that happens on this podcast and people <laughs> need to know what's going on. Like, uh, you know, Chris Hardwick talks about being like, uh, he feels like he's running like a funeral for all the dead characters on Walking Dead, yeah. Walking Dead afterwards. And I really feel like that's what Talking Tony is going to be. About. It's going to be a funeral <laughs> for all for yeah. all the careers but of like people. like a happy funeral. Like I, what you would want, Tony. <laughs> Now, I I don't even know what all jobs I've talked about that I have on here. But when I was in college, I had three jobs while doing a full course load. And I they're just random. Try to do that. I tried so hard to do that. It's, I, did, I was a, for a while, I, I had four jobs. Yeah. I was working for this theater company, Seven Stories. I was an intern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I later became their resident director. But um, I was an intern there. I was a movie theater manager, associate manager, and okay. for Regal. Uh, shout out to Regal because they need it. Um, <laughs> so I worked at AMC so way back when, so um, competition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, I was also a busboy at a like really fancy Italian restaurant. I was like trying to do all this stuff while I was in school. Which I'm up to three jobs. Wait, where's the fourth job? <laughs> oh, okay. What was the fourth job? Uh, oh, yeah. I also defailed cars for my stepdad who ran a car lot. So. Okay. So it's four jobs. Uh, and uh, that's why I did not make it in college because <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing too much other yeah, stuff yeah. 100 100 hour weeks do not go well uh, oh yeah you know i i'm i'm a procrastinator if i don't Ugh. schedule everything like within an inch of my life like mm. i don't get anything done so that's uh, that's honestly part of the reason i started this podcast was to make sure <laughs> that i'm constantly making something so yeah. if there's any downtime i just dedicate it to this that's the interesting thing about this uh, school is I've this is the first time I've had to keep a schedule. Yeah, like there's just so much going on. Like and they're so the, some of the assignments are so random, and you'll get it like <laughs> four weeks before it's yeah. due, and then they don't really. There's no, f- not there's no, there's no follow up. There's no like there's nobody tapping you on the shoulder, being like, hey, yeah. are you working they on this? Expect you to do the work. Yeah, like uh, they don't treat you like a kid, which is awesome. Um, but there are times <laughs> where I'm like, like someone brings up a someone will be like, oh, did you finish this thing for Friday? And I'm like, there's a thing due for Friday? <laughs> and they're like, they're like yeah, I had that the other to, night. I had that the other night. three weeks ago. And yeah. I was like, oh, of course. Uh, I'm working so hard on it. And I had that I the other night. I took a nap camera. and woke up, and one of my roommates, uh, um, who's also one of my classmates, was, was like, hey, did you uh, did you find your um, op-ed piece for, uh, for this other class? Oh shit! I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so I'm sitting there on the couch, like half awake, googling op-ed pieces oh, and reading yeah. through a bunch of them, trying me. to find one that was interesting. That was me last night at work. I was just like looking at my phone at op-ed pieces because like I need these for tomorrow. So, um, so what I, are you doing here now? What what work are you doing here in the area while you're doing this? Uh oh, I got a job working as a telefundraiser for the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. All right. Um, 
we'll see if he still has this job in a week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah. I, I went in and... Uh, Is it cold calling? Is it that? It's not cold calling. It's calling people who um, have already donated in the past and... It's lukewarm it's calling, It's lukewarm man. calling. Yeah. You know, it's, hey, Tony, I see that you went to go see Danny Elfman's schizophrenic serenata the other day. Uh, how you doing today, Tony? And then... Did you put on that voice yeah. for the whole time? Yeah. I just sort of... <laughs> how's it going, guys? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, it's the creepiest <laughs> telemarketer voice. I hey. mu- but I, honestly, I might listen to your pitch just because you, like, you, you deliver it with that voice. Yeah. Though, like, I want to hear what this guy has it, to you say. You keep it interesting. I used to work at a drive through at Chick-fil-A when I was in high school. And so, as I, so that was the job was just sort of like, how many different accents can we do to make this day go through? I did um, that too. Oh, because uh, I worked in radio uh, uh, when okay. I was in college for a little bit. Uh, and they would have me do the midnight weather forecast mm. uh, for the country station. Mm. And they're like, nobody's listening to the country station at midnight in <laughs> Southwest Virginia. So you can put whatever you want to on there. He's like, it's truckers driving through. Mm-hmm. So, I'd create all these characters. This is Chuck with your WFPSK forecast. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) That's like my favorite thing. Uh, In improv class, did you guys do the, uh, what's the game called? Uh, Where you're the sportscasters basically narrating the slow-mo. We haven't done that. Not in this class. I've done it before. Okay, Uh, yeah. We we just did it in our last class, so probably expect that to happen. Not to spoil it. But I love it. I just love coming up with different names for sportscasters. And being like, and we're back! (laughs) (laughs) Here on the sweepstakes. Well, for the directing class tomorrow, I have to do a directed scene. We we brought it. We did uh, auditions with a bunch of actors here in the area Mm -hmm. that came through. I don't think you guys have done that one yet, because that was on the day that got canceled. snow day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but we had a bunch of actors come through, so we uh, picked out a couple, and we have them coming back this week to do First scenes, sketches, sketches. Uh, like classic Second City yeah. sketches. I'm one of those actors. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's I'm who's one? Who's your Cindy Lowe sketch? Is nice. Low? Yeah, yeah Lowe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Cindy Lowe. Uh, me and Vivi are both who's in, a, in my magenta cohort. Yeah, we're doing a. That's what you're running. Sketch. So that's I, what we were running. Yeah, yeah. that's what those are lines you're running before so I grab you. I'll today. see you again tomorrow. Yeah. Class. Did you memorize them, or are you going on? We on have them mostly memorized. We'll see how tomorrow goes. Yeah. If one of us loses confidence or whatever, then we'll we'll just hold book and whatever. But I've got Dustin from either Green or Red cohort. I forget which one. Uh, and then uh, this outside actor Dan, who's oh, awesome. whose dad actually used to play professional football. And I'm doing a sports scene where Dustin's playing an announcer, and Dan, who looks like he could be out playing okay. football right now, like is is the is the football player that he's pulling over for an interview. Right. So that's awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one, but I don't think either of them are even remotely off book. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Cindy gave us the sketch yesterday, and was like, "Hey, you guys, gonna be our actors?" Oh. And I was like, "She was like, just just uh, it just snuck up on me. So here's the sketches." And I was like, "Okay, awesome." Uh, Sweet. That's kind of awesome, though, is like you walk around here at the school and like at any moment someone will be like, hey, I got this thing going on. Do you want to do it? Yeah. And sort of, I mean, you were just talking about the podcast. I was like, I want to be on it. If you if you don't know how to collaborate, you will learn how to collaborate You've no very choice. quickly here. You'll be thrown into the fire. You'll yeah. be spit out. It becomes it becomes a lot of back scratching in order to make sure your stuff gets right. done because you're gonna have to help somebody else and, out in order to be able to get them to help yeah, you. Yeah, and there's a lot of not. This is gonna sound worse than it is, but it's a lot of like, oh, I'll help this person. Awesome, and then maybe in like three months when I need help on this project, like yeah. they can help me. Um, and that's kind of the that's also what brought me here. It's like yeah. constant. Everyone wants to work together. If well, anyone, there are no squeaky wheels because if everyone anyone's a squeaky wheel, then everyone's a squeaky wheel. Like right. that's that's awesome. I and love that. I and they they balanced us out well enough that there are people in each cohort that 
have kind of a bunch of different skill sets so that mm. you're not abandoned with a group all you know lacking the mm. same ability like there's somebody in at least in your cohort that has that ability and there's 10 other people in the school yeah. that have that ability yeah. uh, that you can reach out to and then they also connect us up to Columbia has uh, has a bunch of, uh, of film students, students that uh, that will come in and help out with projects. I haven't used anybody from there yet, but I'm sure as yeah, we get later we on, we haven't in the had process. any like major film projects yet. Right? So. Yeah, I oh. think this this uh, documentary is the the first one that yeah, the I'm, first semi major. I'm working on yeah the documentary. What's your what's your uh, uh, subject matter for the documentary? So mine is uh, simply just titled the picture. So I have a couple buddies here who are stand up comics who moved up here mm-hmm. to Chicago and. Um, one day, Trevor Day, who is one of the stand-up comics, shout out to Trevor Day. Check him out if you see him at any stand-up show. I have no idea where he performs. Um, <laughs> just look around. Just visit different stand-up venues and find Trevor Day. There's somebody uh, else on Facebook named Trevor Day is just going to get a bunch of likes yeah, and be like, I have no Trevor. clue. Like, I, don't know. I live in Wisconsin. I don't know why anyone's hitting me up. But uh, Trevor woke up after a night of debauchery and drinking, woke up to find a naked picture of himself on his own phone. <laughs> And he doesn't know who took the picture or what happened, and uh, or you know, anything like that. So mine's sort of sort of American Vandal esque, making a murderer esque uh, documentary about what's going through his brain, who, what kind of awful person would take this picture of him. Uh, although I know it was one of his friends probably, but I'm gonna interview him and interview his like girlfriend who has said repeatedly she doesn't want to be involved, but I'm gonna try to <laughs> <laughs> interview her anyways, even if that's all she says in the documentary and. It's just going to be a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> so I think it'll be fun. Um, I have asked everyone in my class if they're comfortable with male nudity uh, because there's going to be a lot of it. <laughs> you can blur it a little bit. Well, no, <laughs> I asked it. Trevor specifically, and he was like, censorship kills comedy, man. And I was like, all right, I agree. <laughs> but I was just trying to make sure your feelings were good. I will say, uh, have you seen Zach and Mary make a porno? Yes. Uh, when uh, Jay Muse, uh, playing the porn star character, walks out like at the towards the end of the movie, just walks down the hall, just completely buck naked. And he's like, <laughs> What's up, dude? And turns yeah. into the next yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I died laughing, uh, <laughs> mostly because I've watched all those uh, Evening with Kevin Smith um, oh, yeah. uh, things, and he and like every single one of them that Muse shows up for, he's always threatening threatening to, like drop his pants in front oh, of yeah. the audience and. That, Jay Muse is a, a, a strange, strange man. Uh, I want to meet him so badly, uh, <laughs> well, but I'm also like afraid like he'll like just make a bunch of like blowjob references towards me well, and whoever you I'm expect with. that. But, yeah, that's but it's kind of why you want to meet him. It's it's <laughs> it's a just weird, a weird guy. He's a strange man. Kevin Smith talks about that. The way he met Jay Muse was like he just started like doing fake blowjob things to all the arcade equipment in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, and he got awesome. to what, whatever the game was as the rollerball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "There's no joystick. What do I do?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are up on um, those are up on Crackle now. Uh, okay. Actually, just uh, like the last couple of nights, I've been watching through oh, them, yeah. or at least two of them are. Okay. Uh, for the Kevin, an evening with Kevin Smith and an evening with Kevin Kevin Smith two evening harder. Uh, There's <laughs> the a second third one. one. I feel uh, like a three evening with Kevin Smith, oh, which I have the DVD for. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting through two, and then I'm gonna watch oh, the DVD. Oh, you haven't just, seen them all? They're all. I good. have. I have. I just. I. I've never sat down and like strung them all back to back, just to get. And it's interesting now to hear kind of some of the things that are being repeated, brought back through it. But right. um, yeah, that's my. I'm. I'm. It's gotten really easy here to do kind of a deep dive into any filmmaker back end stuff. Um, I can't remember who it was. Somebody recommended a, a, a the Directors Guild of America podcast. Mm. Have you listened to that one at all? Directors Guild of America. No, I haven't. They have 
like famous directors interviewing other famous directors about the projects that they just did. You know what? I actually, maybe it wasn't that. There's a writer's podcast that I used to listen to. I think it's similar. It's screenwriters interviewing screenwriters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one with um, Joe Dante and Max Landis. Okay. Uh, just sort of interviewing each other. It's 20 minutes in, it turns to Max Landis just gushing over all of Joe Dante's work or whatever. But Like the uh, first episode of this one was uh, Scorsese uh, uh, interviewing Spielberg mm-hmm. about uh, Bridge, of, Bridge of Spies. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and and just and they and they've they've had a whole bunch of those. They've had, um, I mean, you name the the both of the newer Star Wars or all three of the newer Star Wars movies they've covered and had other directors in there. They've had Christopher Nolan on there. They've had, uh, um, uh, I think Wes Anderson did one too. Mm-hmm. I got to check and see, but uh, um, Paul Thomas Anderson. They've, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been it's a great like podcast to get into if you yeah. want to get into the weeds on how directors actually think there's so many podcasts out there, there are so many podcasts <laughs> uh not to mention both this one <laughs> and, and talking to <laughs> uh well it's it is legally required by this school that if you are uh if you want to be a white male comedian you have to have a podcast it's, there's no choice so there are so many podcasts in this building because there are so many white male comedians <laughs> in this building yeah. no that and honestly that's that's one tough thing is mm. is I know they're doing a um, a diversity conversation coming up soon here mm. about uh, diversity within Second City and trying to and within Harold Ramis Film School even specifically, but that's something I, I feel like every improv uh, 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 group around the country is kind of running into the same thing of trying to grow out in in that respect because mm. Chicago's not not a an all white city by any means. Oh no, uh, and and Second City's not like that far away from uh from all the different cultural centers throughout the mm-hmm. throughout the city it's it's pretty central it's pretty easy for just about anybody to get to so it's it's a very it's if you come from where i just was from which yeah. is carter county north carolina uh about 90 percent white yeah uh, a little more than that about 95 percent white uh three to one trump voters uh mm. and then i come here uh, not to politicize this podcast or anything, yeah. uh, but then I come here and it's a very different element. I mean, it's exactly where I wanted to be, yeah. uh, but it is still like, like this is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, among my people. It's like, I, was like, I was like, I haven't seen very many MAGA hats at the school. That's great. Uh, very many. I don't I, think I, I've seen I, one. I've not seen one. If I've seen one, it was probably at a sketch it, making Yeah, it was in a sketch. It. it was definitely in a sketch. Uh, <laughs> it was me. Um... <laughs> this was on your other podcast, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 it was definitely. It was all the MAGA hats. Uh, it's during our uh, does t- did Tony vote for Trump? It's our fest- special segment in the podcast. The answer is no, but we like to uh, guess. <laughs> we bring in different people and they guess different political elements of your life, Tony. Uh, so moving on from politics, uh, no. So what what are you looking forward to in this program the most? Like what a. Now that you've kind of seen a little bit about where we're, we're um, three weeks, four weeks in at this point in time, uh, what are you what are you ex- expecting to get out of it the most? Uh, I am excited. I'm expecting. I'm hoping to get a lot out of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know the great thing about this place is that they open up a lot of doors for you, but they don't expect like you're not supposed to expect that like that door is going to lead to a job immediately or anything right. like that, but. They will help you make those contacts. They'll help you meet people. They'll help you uh, prepare for the future, especially when you leave here. Like we're already three weeks in. You were in that meeting. We mm-hmm. already met Lynn, who's our uh, career development person, mm-hmm. basically, and she is already ushering us, helping usher us into the future, and making us think about what do we want to do after this. Like 
what exactly is it? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're someone like me, and I know like you, who's done everything. You've acted, you've mm-hmm. written, you've produced, you've been the director, and you kind of love all those things. But yeah. what is it like? That might be your end goal is to eventually one day be able to make all those things, but no one's immediately going to hand you thousands of dollars no. and be like, go ahead and make this. So what is it that you want to start out as? And for me, it's writing. Mm-hmm. So knowing that those doors are open, I'm excited to see what everyone does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already met, like, I'm three weeks in, and yeah, like people in my cohort and some of your cohort, I already would like, they're all friends that I would immediately invite over to a party. They're all right. awesome people. And, in fact, uh, we did do a big party. Yeah, we already did all have a big party. And we had a big jam session down in the basement because we <laughs> fixed up the drum kit. That was the best part. I went, in, I went into that party and they were like, hey, do you want to play the drums? And I was like, I don't know how. And they're like, neither do we. And I was like, why do you <laughs> have, a, have tr- a drum kit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, awesome. But yeah, like Cyan and Magenta, having us work across people, meeting other people from people who are ahead of us and mm-hmm. working with them. Uh, and just coming out of here with like, 20 different projects that I've been a part of or mm-hmm. like a bunch of different projects that my friends have been a part of and being like, hey, world, this is what we have mm-hmm. uh, and seeing that lead to stuff and for people and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, the working with now some of the people in my cohort, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I think I... I can't remember if last week I talked about the the, the uh, nonfiction project that I'm doing, but I'm, I'm doing a project on tattoos. Yeah. Uh, and I got a guy that's getting his first tattoo uh, <laughs> sight, sight unseen uh, that, that I'm paying for, but he's uh, what, what yeah. I'm choosing. Uh, I and, cannot uh, reveal what the tattoo is. Tony has told me off podcast, but. I want this tattoo. <laughs> so, but one of my one of my classmates, she's uh, she's the one that's drawing it, and it's something uh, she used to draw when she was a kid. And and I'm just I'm so excited. Like when she told me about it, I was like, yes, perfect. That awesome. is the one. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, that's super cool. Yeah, w- I'm excited to see your stuff. I'm excited to see everyone's stuff. Uh, 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 Ian's doing one about the chairs of Second City. Oh yeah, he told me and that. This sounds great. magical. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> Graham, who's in my cohort, who is my co-host for Talking Tony, uh, plug that again. Graham uh, is one of my favorite people I, I in the world. Let me, I, I can't wait to get Graham on here. <laughs> Graham is doing a podcast where he just sits down with people, or not a podcast. Uh, a documentary where he just sits down with people and goes, so what's wrong with me? And, <laughs> and different people will like tell him what's wrong with him as he tries to figure it out, <laughs> what's going on with his life. And I'm like, that is perfect. That should be a podcast. That should be a podcast. <laughs> just interview different people in your life. Like, so it has a problem with increasingly become high fidelity. But uh, That's that's fine. That yeah, movie is totally amazing. I love movie. High Fidelity. I just do a podcast version of High Fidelity. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I'm saying that Graham you would listen to a podcast. Okay. Yeah. But you said you do listen to a podcast version. I was like, where is this? I'm just <laughs> where fine. Is it? Where Add is it, it to my list of 5,000 yeah. podcasts. Please, after to. talking Tony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there, you could go on and on about all the awesome, cool stuff to look forward to for this place mm-hmm. i mean there's all the stuff that i said there's the workshops so you, you never know who's going to come through here or who we might get to see a q a for mm-hmm. or who might look at our scripts or all our teachers are awesome i like enjoy classes for the first time yeah uh you know i i, I don't know what schools you've been to or anything like that uh virginia tech <laughs> and high school it was, <laughs> yeah but it was you know, you, you there's, sit in there's plenty hours. of stuff that you're that you're just like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. But there's some classes like here. It's it's every single class. Yeah. I look forward to my classes. I don't always look forward to having to do homework because I'm a procrastinator and <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to comedy school. Why do I have to do homework? Um, 
because the because the best comedians <laughs> they they explore their they art they learn about homework. it they they understand how everything works yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well besides obviously the podcast coming up uh how can people find you uh if they're if they're looking to to follow and learn more about uh, you well they can listen to my master class on vimeo that's a callback guys uh <laughs> to other podcasts <laughs> yeah i'm a fan um but you can uh i don't know just look up Robbie Justice on Google. See what you find. <laughs> uh, it's R O B B Y. Any social media they can T-I-S-S. follow you on? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's Robbie, R O B B Y, Gray, G R A Y, my middle name, and I V, like an I V you put in your arm, or like the Roman numeral for four. Uh, you just find me on Twitter. You can listen to tons of unfiltered opinions about movies and dumb tweets worth at least twenty dollars to your <laughs> local west virginia newspaper yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> all worth it <laughs> well awesome thank you for joining yeah thank you that was robbie justice no word yet on when talking tony launches but i guess you could watch for it online i don't really know Thank you to Robbie and to the Harold Ramis Film School and Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was by Pioneer X. Check out his music at pioneerx.bandcamp.com. This show was recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. Filmstudentpod.com has now officially launched, but it kind of sucks right now. (laughs) I'll spend some time in the next few weeks adding links and samples of the work that I and my classmates are producing for all of you to enjoy. See you all next week. Class dismissed.